Welcome to the Meaningful Success Podcast. This is Wade Clark and my son, Josiah. And Josiah, you had your birthday just yesterday. Yeah, as we're recording this. Yeah, I'm 30 now. So that's 30, flirty, and thriving. (laughs) Well, how does it feel to be 30 years old? I don't know. I'm still processing that, honestly, because it's something, you know, 30 looms when you're in your 20s. It just looms overhead as this thing is this deadline for when you expire. And (laughs) certainly hope not. (laughs) And uh, I don't know, like I, I but I bought into that for a long time and it's only been in the last few years that I've sort of shaken that off. But the fact that I'm 30 now is just a weird it's just a weird thought. It's just something I don't fully know how I feel about. Like not, it's not like a bad thing. It's just. It's different. It's different. And and the way that it relates or really the way it doesn't have anything to do with my success journey as a person and my career and, and you know, all the things, you know, it, it, it is, it it's something that is tied to that in the sense of, okay, well, you know, there goes your chance to be in 30 under 30, right? Not that that's something I was specifically aiming for, but just we do tend to tie age to success and tie age to uh, potential sometimes. So I think I'd like to really revisit that because some of the things that you just mentioned there are things that I think we could really spend some time exploring today. Yeah, for sure. Um, also, just as an aside, we didn't have an episode last week that wasn't intentional. If you were, you know, waiting with bated breath to hear our dulcet tones, that's we had a computer go down, basically my computer, and so I had to take it in um, for repairs, and then and then I, you know, we weren't able to record, and it was a whole thing, and then we tried to record, and that episode. Didn't work out, and that is not an episode that we're going to be putting on the Patreon like we did with our initial <laughs> <laughs> attempts at the pilot, um, just because it just didn't flow. It just, I don't know. But, you know, the reason to talk about any of that is we we do intend to release episodes every Monday, and we failed to do that last week. And for that, we will never earn forgiveness. <laughs> um <laughs> But the reason I bring up the failed episode is because, you know, we're talking about the process of success. We're talking about our successes and our failures. We're talking about the false starts. We're talking about all of it. Yeah. And I think it's easy to to fall into the temptation of wanting to put on a uh, front. Yeah. I mean, like put on put on a show and this is a show. Right. But to want to like iron out all of the humanity right. and just have it be oh, every week we get together, we have this perfect thing where we record. No, like that's, that didn't work out. Like we we tried and it sucked. Like we, we recorded a really bad episode that didn't work. And because we care about you, we didn't air it. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, but that's part of it, right? It's we're so, there's the temptation to obscure or hide or, you know, sweep under the rug And I think it is important for the sake of just transparency, specifically because this is a podcast about success and the journey of success. Yeah. And and I think that there's something I, you know, to that end, I think that there's something that we really want to convey. And that is that, you know, there are things that we think that we we can share about the journey to success, about the process of success, about, you know, the elements of success and things of that nature. There's 
there's been a lot of things that that we've got in the works. There's some we've got a book and other things that are coming out. But we don't want to put on a image that we have all the answers because we don't. But we have some things that we think we can share that will help. It's not artificial. And and pursuing success, pursuing meaningful success is about being genuine. It's about really knowing what matters to you, what matters to the others that you care about, the issues you care about, the causes you care about, and your passions and your dreams and those types of things. And anytime that you put on a face, anytime you put on a mask, anytime you put on an image that's not real, that doesn't serve any purpose. In fact, it kind of gets you on a road that's not where you want to go. And, you know, I'm curious, Josiah, the reason I said it a little bit earlier that I wanted to come back to what you said mm-hmm. is you said that, you know, you're approaching 30, which is your expiration date, I think is the way you said it a while ago. But um, <laughs> yeah. but um, I think that that may be partially uh, something that particularly your generation versus my generation struggles with a little bit differently. And the reason for that is we're in different worlds than we were then. The concept of quite a number of people being exceptionally profitable as YouTubers or as content creators or other things that they've developed in this economy, you know, developing apps or other things like that at a very early age, making honestly a fortune. That is something that honestly, I don't think really existed that much when I was growing up. Yeah. I mean, and social media is a big part of it too. I don't know so much about Zoomers if Zoomers have the same perspective of that idea of like an expiration date, but I know for a fact that millennials do. Part of that, I think, is because there is a piece of, okay, you're trying to do something and a lot of the people who are super successful doing what you want to do are people who are younger than you. Mm -hmm. And that isn't a big deal when you're, you know, in your early 20s or a teenager, but the older you get, the more it can erode your sense of self-worth because you start wondering, well, what's wrong with me that I'm not able to make XYZ work, right? Yeah, I can see that. And there, and there's elements that get accelerated. I mean, when I, I mean, I'm a guitarist and when I grew up, you know, if we wanted to listen to or, and figure out a guitar part, it was rewinding the tape or, or listening to a record and literally putting your finger on a record and slowing it down so it's playing slower so you can try to figure out what is it they're actually doing. Mm-hmm. But now there's hundreds of channels out there where they'll just take you step by step and how you can learn this or that or the other thing. You know, I'll go, I've been playing guitar for 40 years and I'll go into, the, into a guitar store now and there's somebody who's been playing three years and they, <laughs> you know, I'm like, wow, I wish I could play that good. I mean, it's just, but, but the part of that is they may have found techniques, but have they found their voice? I think the other big piece of this is just that comparison in and of itself. And I guess when I say that, it's like, there are some things that are mechanics. Part of the art of music is finding your voice, finding what it is you're trying to express, what it is that's at the heart of you that you're wanting to communicate right. in that and, music. And your voice is your voice. Correct. It's not a mimic of someone else's. Right. And so I think that's a danger. And this is something that I definitely have been through multiple times over the years, especially when I was pursuing things like YouTube and stuff like that, where you are looking at what are people doing that's successful and you want to be successful the way that these people are successful. So you start trying to become them. Mm. And the thing is, 
particularly when you're talking about art and creativity, like everything, there is some truth that everything does build off of everything else, well, you know? there's inspirations. Right, inspiration as well as influence, as well as homage, as well as whatever. Yeah. But there's a difference between that and just, you know, you're making what you make that, you know, nobody else could make but you. And the very idea of trying to discover what that is, not just even in an artistic sense, but just in a life sense where you're like, okay, I want to succeed in a way that is an expression of who I am as a person. Yeah. I mean, not only does that require you to know who you are to at least some degree, or even if you don't fully know who you are, you can discover who you are through that process too. No, that's true. In fact, it's kind of interesting because there's there's so many things that tie to this. In the past, I was working in this company and I had a lot of employees, probably about 50, 60 employees. And with that many employees, it's very often that someone will come to you and say, hey, what's my next opportunity for promotion? In those situations, there were many times that I would ask a simple question. I'd say, I see a lot of things that you're doing really well, but tell me from your perspective, what is it about, about you that makes you successful in what you're trying to do, accomplish? Most people, in fact, the first time I've asked them, were not able to answer. They, they didn't know what it was about them and how they approached their work and really about who they were that made them unique. That uniqueness is honestly, it's a combination of so many things. It's a combination of your passions, your dreams, uh, your relationships, mm-hmm. your environment, your aspirations. Nature and nurture. Nature, a- as well as your values. Even with people who share commonality of values, that doesn't mean that each person's values are identical. Mm-hmm. Everybody has different things that are most important to them. Honestly, that's something that I think is critical to understanding, even as you begin your journey to success. So we started down this path uh, by talking about me turning 30 and, and my journey with that. Correct. Right? So I want to flip it on you. With all those factors in mind, what is your journey looking like this past couple of weeks with your personality and your unique identity and your values and not comparing yourself, all these things that we're talking about? That's a great question. And I think that one of the things that I think about is there's always this kind of internal tug and pull. My general nature, my general personality earlier in my career and earlier in my life, I was impatient about a lot of things. I mean, I I pursued, you know, titles and positions and promotions and those things. And and it's not trying to climb faster without seeing what ladder you're even climbing. Correct. And 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 really what is it that I'm aiming for as I'm climbing this ladder? Yeah. That's part of the things I share and actually in, the, in one of the books that I'm coming up is is how many different things that I considered success. Yeah. at the time that truly weren't success. And because it really didn't align necessarily with my core, with my values, with those things that really really matter to me. So that's your history. So that's my history. That's your history. So, so what about, what about where you are now? So the reason I'm bringing that up is there was that huge drive that, that push. I mean, you mentioned, you know, I got to be successful by 30 or whatever. Yeah. There was this huge thing in me that was very similar. And I'd say it went a lot farther than 30. It went went closer to the forties or whatever, but. Well, that was closer to the forties than we are now. Yes, thank you very much. <laughs> Anyways, um, now I'm, I've come to a realization that the things that I'm pursuing that really matter 
for me. Those things that I measure as successful in my life don't necessarily attach to a timetable. And so when we went through these these struggles um, and we went through these points where, okay, well, we meant to publish an episode last week or or I meant to get my book out earlier this year or whatever it may be. Yeah. It's truly a situation that I say in my heart, I'm like, does it really matter? Because ultimately what I'm trying to accomplish is I'm trying to build towards building a community of people who want to, who want to grow and, and realize the things, the dreams and, and the goals in their hearts and those things that matter to them the most. And so are there pieces that I still have that internal struggle? Cause I'm still, I'm still me, I'm still waiting. I'm still have a, right. There's a fire and a drive for me that's always present, but I think it's tempered by an understanding that I've gained, particularly over the last 10 years or so of what success really is for me. So, <laughs> this is a funny analogy, but so there's a video game called The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Yeah. And uh, in that game, there's this, uh, at one point, there's this cliffside that you're supposed to climb and there's these ladders that are covering the whole thing, but there's there's a path to get to the top, but it's not straightforward. Mm-hmm. And because these ladders are invisible, you have to use this item called the lens of truth to be able to see them, right? Okay. And so there's the, tem- but, but you, you know, there's a resource to use and, and, you know, you can't just use it all the time because it runs out of resources and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. you have to use it like efficiently and wisely. So the reason I'm bringing this up is because just that analogy of you've got the energy to get to the top and to move really fast, but the ladder's invisible, right? And mm-hmm. unless you can see it, for what it really is, then you're not going to actually get to the top. You can expend all the energy just rushing yeah, straight up, but it actually, you know, in the game, the ladder goes, you know, to the left and then to the right and then mm-hmm. up and, and whatever. And you can try to go fast and you can try and figure it out. But once you hit that point where you are either out of the resource or you, you know, you don't have it in you to keep mm-hmm. charging, then you're just left stranded and you have there's no handhold above you. You don't know yeah. how to proceed, you know? And I think that's kind of what you're getting at. It's, it's, you've got the combination now of the drive to actually climb these ladders with the perspective of that lens of truth that's there for you now. That's come through maturity and through experience and through all these things. Well, and, and also objectivity, because momentum is a friend, but a momentum can be a foe. And, and when you drive forward sometimes just to get a result, if that result is really not at the level or the quality or the focus or the purpose that you really intended. Or the destination. You may have a check mark on your list, but that check mark really didn't accomplish what you wanted that check mark to accomplish. Yeah. So, I mean, r- really what we're talking about is really the first building block of success, which is the values that you have and that lens of truth that yeah. you're talking about. They is, give you that direction. Is, is, your, is understanding and really knowing in your heart of hearts what your values are. What are those, those beliefs, those passions, those, those uh, principles, and those dreams that are at your core that don't change, honestly. They may evolve slowly over time, but they're, they're really at the heart of who you are yeah. and what you believe to be true and what you believe to be good and what you believe is the most important in your life. I think that that is something that's critical to understand. 
But it does take, it's funny you use the example that the, with this lens of truth in that game, Legends of Zelda, you can't always be using that those lens of truth. Right. That's the case in our lives. We cannot always be navel-gazing, be looking back, be be sitting there, right. being introspective, because we, we have things and responsibilities in our life. But it is absolutely critical. If you want to live a life of meaningful success, if you want to achieve those dreams that are most important, you do not want to be walking up a ladder, which was not the ladder you wanted to be walking up. Right. And so you have to take the time to really dive in and understand what those those values are for you. So let's bring this back just briefly okay. to to the present. Yes. Because we've talked about your history. We've talked more conceptually and, and what this is all about. So let's get really nitty gritty. What nitty gritty. That sounds the, like on Nacho Libre. The nitty gritty. Let's, <laughs> let's go to the nitty gritty and talk about you know, this week, this past couple of weeks. Yes. What practically has that looked like for you? It's been looking at how to, uh, you know, I recently put out uh, my updated book uh, on sales. I've recently put out uh, a couple of courses on my website. These are all on the sales side. Yeah. And it's important for me to to let people know about those and get those things out. And um, so it's been looking at, well, then, what do I need to do? Where, it's looking at those things. It's also looking at the things that we're working on right now to get those other books and things out the door. Yeah, There's also responsibilities I have in my life. So it has been really taking a step back and saying, okay, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, what are the things this week that not only do I need to do, but I'm committed to do right. so I can find a balance? And, and it is always striking a balance. I mean, there's always, I mean, in your journey to success or your journey to accomplish things, even your personal dreams, you cannot spend 100% of your time doing those things. You've got, you've got work to do. You've got your family responsibilities. You've got all these things. So it's really been, if you ask the nitty gritty, it's been me looking at what are the goals of the things that I've accomplished that I need to get done now? What are the things that I have in, in, the, in the near future that I'm trying to get done? What are the to-dos? Right. What am I, what are the things going on in my family and where am I going to balance that and making certain commitments? And I, and those were commitments in several of these cases that I had to put a expectation on myself. And I'll give you one example. Um, I decided that it's, I think it would be important or helpful to, uh, to share some things about business growth on uh, LinkedIn using some live streams. And I've never done live streams. Yeah. So I said, that's a commitment. I'm going to do that. And so I had to find out how that worked. I had to research the different tools. I had to develop what I wanted to talk about. And then I had to schedule it and actually do it. And so those were two commitments I made to myself this week that I was going to get done. Now, was the first live stream as good as the second one? <laughs> Definitely not. I didn't even know how to use the tool as well. So it's a process of growth and learning. Right. But I'm not, I'm not slapping myself down because I expect perfection on 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 the first try on these first tries or anything. It's a learning process, and so it's better to take a step forward than striving for perfection, which honestly we never achieve. Yeah. And so for me, practical nitty gritty deciding what those core things were professionally, personally, family, and setting specific targets and expectations of myself yeah. that I committed to doing and then getting them done. 
I know why I'm doing those things and what the purpose is that they're intended to accomplish for my long-term objectives, simply checking those boxes off the list this week, that is success for me. That's great. Now, you mentioned the other day that you made some commitments with yourself with respect to boundaries of your time schedule from work. Right. And with respect to some things you're changing with your your pricing stuff. So I know it's like a, a grand, like maybe nine days since that decision. But, <laughs> but I mean, how is that coming for you? That has changed the way that I live my life so dramatically over the last week and a half. Because I was previously constantly looking for where are the gaps in my day that I'm not being productive, that I'm not utilizing to make as much money as I can to X, Y, Z. Now, because I've put these boundaries in place and because I've got things arranged, one of my clients has actually doubled how much uh, I'm making working with them. Wow. Uh, Yeah, which was, which was, Really staggering, staggering, like unexpected and really cool, you know, and then there's others that have kind of reduced and whatever, but overall, like I can look at my, where my business is and I can see, okay, this is working. Hmm. This is going a good direction, a good trajectory. And that actually has freed me to be able to work on writing. That's great. That's great. And that's at which, which is what I've been devoting as much time as I, as I can to. Um, and as a result of that, I I think I mentioned, I don't remember if it was in our failed episode or not, but I finished the first draft of uh, of Pinstripe and I've been, yes. which is my novel, and I've been um, now working on turning that into a second draft. And so that mm-hmm. nitty gritty thing, right? Like that This process, is volume one. This, this is a serial novel, right? So this yeah, is volume one type it, of thing. Yeah, volume one. So a compilation of like the first 30 chapters or so, something like that. Yeah. The process of doing that second draft has actually been much more involved than I expected. Mm. Uh, And it's been good, but it's just because when I first started writing the book, I was still figuring out what everything was. And I, you know, there's, there's ideas and concepts that came up later that I've been realizing as I go through, oh, I need to, you know, I need to make sure I introduce this back here or whatever. So it's taken me like three or four days just to do the second draft edit of one chapter, which I didn't expect. I thought, oh, I'll be able to knock out like a chapter a day kind of thing. Cause I was just thinking of it in terms of make sure I don't have any typos or whatever. Right. But going through and doing this as a second draft, it's been a learning experience for what actually goes into that. And I've had to sort of revise my expectations of myself because I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, this week I'll do, you know, I'll do the second draft of the first two chapters and I'll also write a new chapter and all this is no, that's not <laughs> like I've ended up adding like a couple thousand words to, <laughs> to, to what I've been doing already. And it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of work just working on that. The reason so you know, just practically speaking, that's what my success journey looks like right okay. now. It's, it's those steps and they're taking longer than I thought they would, but it's those steps toward that goal of, of publishing and, yeah. and having my book, um, you know, finished. That's awesome. So yeah, with that, I think, uh, father, let's, son, let's turn our attention to the weekly favorite. Oh, it's the weekly favorite. So what is your weekly favorite this week? 
My weekly favorite this week is key lime pie at Charleston's restaurant in Fort Worth. It was incredible. <laughs> That's pretty lame, isn't it? No, I guess no, not. No, it's not lame. <laughs> That's not lame. No. I, yeah. Key lime I, pie I, is very good. Yeah, well, yeah. It was it was really good. Very yeah, I'm a texture person, you know, with my food. I, uh, you know, and it was just like very silky smooth. A texture? Texture. Te- texture. 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 You all about the texture. Thank you for helping me with my pronunciation. Your pronunciation? On the right syllable, yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was it was key lime pie. And actually that entire meal at Charleston's, we'd never been there before, but it was magnificent. What about you? Uh, my birthday was great. And it was a lot of fun. And we watched uh, one of my favorite filmmakers uh, had one of his one of his movies called Twisted Pear uh, by an auteur called uh, Neil Breen. Um, <laughs> and that was a delightful experience. It's the second time I've seen it. It certainly won't be the last. Um, we'll just say that it's quite a unique yeah, what did you think of Twisted Pear, Dad? Well, let's just say I wouldn't put it on my weekly favorites. <laughs> Would it be your weekly unfavorite? I want to be charitable. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's okay. You can admit you don't have taste. Yeah, we might. <laughs> Gee, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but my birthday my birthday was probably my weekly favorite. It was, it was really great. Yeah, so anybody listening, you can sing happy birthday to Josiah, so... Um, just wherever you are right yeah, now. wherever you are just stop and sing your happy stop birthday in the too. middle of the highway well as we've said before we really want this to be a community and we want to hear your stories your ideas your your thoughts on any of the things that we talk about and josiah has a tool that you can use to give us those those thoughts yeah it's called speakpipe.com speakpipe.com slash msp which just stands for meaningful success podcast so until next week everybody i think that'll do it uh, don't forget that you can support us on our Patreon, patreon.com slash Meaningful Success Podcast to get access to early episodes, ad-free episodes, and bonuses, such as our monthly bonus episode that we just released about the failed pilot episode, and we played some clips, and it's wonderful and embarrassing and fun. <sighs> yes. Happy birthday again, Josiah. Love Thank you. Thank you. And, Love you, too. Uh, hope you have a great week, everybody, and we'll talk to you next week. See you next week. The Meaningful Success Podcast is myself, Josiah Clark, and my father, Wade Clark. Our intro and outro song is Brings Back the Feeling by Daniel Gunnarsson, licensed through Epidemic Sound. And if you want to support the show on Patreon, again, that's patreon.com slash Meaningful Success Podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next one. Meaningful Success Podcast.